You're listening to National Country Review. Joining me today on the National Country Review is Darius Holbert of Darius TX. They've recently released The Angels of Goliad uh, in December of last year. Darius, you describe yourself as heavily influenced by Southern gospel and blues tradition sound. How did you come to mix those two forms of music as your musical form of expression? Well, you know, like everybody else, I've, I've sort of had a a um, long and winding road to where I've gotten to today. Um, I, I do a lot of different kind of music now. I don't, I don't know if um, I don't know if you knew, but I'm, I do primarily uh, film composing and TV composing these days. But um, but I sort of grew up. I grew up in Texas and uh, kind of cut my teeth in in uh, honky tonks and dive bars, playing you know rock and country, and kind of moved through that into um, other various genres, yeah. producing hip hop, did a bunch of stuff like that. But um, but the stuff that I really always kind of gravitated towards was the old the old blues stuff, the old country stuff, old gospel stuff from um, from Texas and Louisiana. And uh, it's sort of come full circle now. I think that uh, with this with this most recent um, record that I put out uh, in December, it's definitely it leans much more heavily on all that stuff. Um, and so it's kind of like almost a, a homecoming, I guess. Well, we're definitely going to touch on some of your uh, varying angles of your career, but um, one of the things that I always find interesting with any musician that can play more than one instrument is how do you practice that many different instruments in your head? How many can you play? And, and what was the first one you ever picked up? Uh, that's a good question. Um, I, my, both my parents are musicians, so I started to taking um, classical piano really early on. I think I was, I don't know, four or five. <clears throat> and uh, I did that for a while. Um, I, I mean, I kept it up pretty much, well, pretty much through all my training and went to a performing arts high school in Dallas and uh, and then uh, did some piano performance and composition degrees in college. Um, as far as the other stuff, I just kind of picked it up along the way, I guess. Um, you know, I just uh, picked up a guitar when I was younger and <clears throat> it was easy to transport to, to parties on a piano. <laughs> and so... Uh, <laughs> So it would be, um, you know, I picked up a guitar, kind of strummed a little bit. My, my mother had a had a guitar, that, an old classical guitar, that I picked up uh, early on, and uh, just kind of, you know, puttered around with it for a while, and, and and started feeling good about it, and then uh, and then other stuff like drums and, and things like that. I don't play any brass instruments, um, but I, I do play a little fiddle, it's very scratchingly, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. Guitar, bass, and drums, and some other stuff too. Um, so it wasn't in my notes to ask, but can I? Since you mentioned that your parents were both musicians, what what did they play, or what were, what kind of style of music were they into? They were both. Uh, they are both very heavily uh, classically oriented. They, uh, my dad wanted to be an opera singer when he was younger, and uh, my mother has a master's degree in uh, in conducting and orchestration and stuff like that. Uh, but they're both singers, um, primarily. My mother plays piano and guitar and that sort of stuff too. Um, yeah, so they're uh, but they're they're definitely firmly ensconced in the classical world. Although they will branch out and listen to some other stuff when I when I force them to listen to. Them. <laughs> so. 
well, then that kind of is probably going to be a, a good segue to my next question is how do you go from Louisiana and Texas to the London's Royal Academy? Uh, and I, I think I'm starting to see where you're going to go with this. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, um, well, you know, both, both my parents are, um, like I said, are, are musicians, but they're both fairly, uh, worldly and, uh, they definitely like to travel and, and uh, get around see things and whatever. And, um, I was at, uh, I, let me see, see if I'm going to give you the long and <clears throat> slightly more boring story. Uh, I, I went to university of New Mexico, um, straight out of high school for one year because I was totally burnt on music because I'd been doing it since I was very small. Um, and I had, you know, I was in the Texas Boys Choir and I toured Australia with them and some other places and and uh, then went to the Performing Arts High School and it was, you know, I, I, was, I, I was pretty good at it and I enjoyed it and everything was cool but when I turned 18 I got kind of burnt and so I went to UNM thinking that I was going to be the world's greatest anthropologist instead and totally give up on music um and i took the first survey course at unm of uh anthropology it was incredibly boring so i ran, ran across the campus to um to the department of music so i got back into that music program um and uh or i got into that music program and i talked to the dean of music studies and, and i gave him my portfolio and it was he said it was too advanced for any of his classes um you know not not a slight against them by any stretch it was just they weren't uh, he said he didn't really have any place to put me, so he put he put me in some of the graduate level cl classes. Um, so I was in there, you know, all seventeen, thinking I was a royal badass, and then with a bunch of uh, old people, you know, thirty year olds. And, uh, that hurt. And so then after that, I was like, yeah. <laughs> then after that, I, I realized that I had to uh, that I wanted to get back into music. That I, you know, that was my one true love. It was pretty much the only thing that I was any good at, and. And uh, you know, my only marketable skill. So um, at the time, my parents were moving to uh, moving to England, and my mother got a job over there. So um, uh, I decided to go along with them, and I, I knew I wanted to get back into music. So um, I originally went to University College of London to do some history stuff, and, and then I also um, took classes at Royal Academy over there because I knew that uh, yeah, the music was had a hold of a hold of me and wouldn't let go, you know. That's uh, that's actually pretty amazing. That's an awesome story. Thank you for sharing that with um, One other thing that people may not know but would certainly be interested in, you, you've already touched on that you've done some varying work within uh, film and TV, but also in the hip-hop and other genres. So, I mean, from Everlast and Wu-Tang, Dave Bruprecht, uh, Sophie B. Hawkins, um, you've kind of got a, a, a wide range of, of, of talent that you've worked with. I'm, I'm curious, is there anything that you've noticed that may be a common thread for that variety of musicians? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that, like, as far as the people that I've worked with throughout my career and, and the stuff that I want to do, you know, I, I, I like listening to all kinds of music. Obviously, I was raised by two classical nerds and, um, and then played a bunch of, you know, local stuff in, in Texas and was <clears throat> country music and, and rock and all that stuff. And But I, I've always felt that, you know, good music is good music and it doesn't really matter. It's, it's difficult for me to, to dismiss a genre as a, just out of pocket. Um, Cause there's always good music within that genre. And I, and I've tried to, I've tried to sort of 
make sure that I'm always working with people that are that are talented. And um, I've been incredibly fortunate in my career, lucky to be at the right place at the right time quite uh, on a number of occasions. Uh, and I think I think that's probably what I would say is that is that the people that I've worked with in the past, especially the, the people that you mentioned and stuff, they're all really incredibly talented, no matter what you think of the you know the output or whatever. They're just they're genuinely um, you know almost genius level musicians to a person. I think right. uh, so. I, I'd say that's probably the thread. At least I, I hope that it is. You know. Well, I've noticed, I mean, I actually know some of the people on this list, and I, what I've always noticed is that their their work ethic is kind of above mm-hmm. and beyond of what the stereotype is for a lot of musicians, is that they, they're willing to put in the time to do the work. And it certainly seems okay. with your vast experience, you definitely put in the work, so I can see a connection to you and, and them. Yeah, um, yeah that's a good point. So... One other thing that uh, I've noticed in in your bio, just from your from your website, which there'll be a link at, on our page at the end of the um, at the bottom when people are done listening, is that you mentioned that it's kind of a personal glimpse as a songwriter's heart and mind for you that you've you've produced this uh, album and others that it's a cathartic exercise for you. So maybe in one way there's your um, archaeology anthropology concept where you're kind of digging into your own soul. <laughs> But what is it that you're trying to release or exercise from yourself that you're doing through music? Well, that's a, that's a great, great point and a nice tie-in, by the way. It's all the thing. Um, <laughs> the uh, I think I think ultimately it's like this this project, the Darius CX project, has been a solo side project that I've been working on in between touring and session work and and uh, and composing. And I've, this is the fifth record now um, that I've done, and I think ultimately it's it's the catharsis comes from um, being able to sort of write music just strictly for myself, you know, the stuff that I want to write. Because a lot of the other stuff that I do is collaborative. Um, whatever, like if I'm producing records for somebody, or doing writing, or artist development, even or like. Um, or scoring to picture, um, especially, there's always an element of, you know, you, you got to play nice with others. <clears throat> and, uh, and and these solo records that I've done with the Darius TX stuff has, has never been about, you know, really being interested in moving a ton of units or whatever. It's more that it's the stuff that I, I want to write just strictly just for me, you know, and then I can kind of um, expurgate, I guess, those personal personal demons in such a way that, uh, that it allows me to have that kind of that other outlet for expression that I don't wouldn't otherwise get if I was working in a, in a team environment. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, so let's touch on really quick before I let you go um, that you do obviously work in, in television and film. How is it that you segued into that? How did, how did you get into that area of, of, of the business? Um, I, when I first early part of this century. Um, I was doing a lot of session work, a lot of touring, and working with a lot of different different bands, um, producing and, and doing artist development and stuff like that. But um, it was great. But uh, I started I started kind of getting a lot more touring work, and uh, a lot of the stuff kind of fell by the wayside. Um, and, and I ended up, it was great. It was fantastic. We did, um, we did the 20th anniversary of House of Pain's 
uh, jump around tour. We did a worldwide tour. We, we were out for a long time. And um, it was a few years ago. And it kind of got to the point where as much as I love being on the road and playing for, you know, a lot of folks and, and having a good time and seeing the sights and whatnot, uh, I got older, you know, and touring is kind of a young man's game or a young person's game. And I have a wife and two kids and, you know, I just wanted to stick around the house a little bit more. So I kind of transitioned. I had a good friend, actually two good friends that were, were very skilled composers and they kind of took me in and started giving me some work here and there. And then, uh, you know, I kind of took the plunge and, and I haven't really looked back. I, I got incredibly lucky um, with getting some really cool works early on. Uh, and so, you know, now essentially my, I'm, I'm standing in my in my house looking at my studio right now, which is about 30 feet out of the back door uh, here in L.A. And, uh, you know, I can sleep in my bed at night with my wife. I can work in my drawers all day <laughs> composing. <laughs> and and it's a hell of a life. You know, it's, uh, it, it's definitely where I'm, where I'm supposed to be these days. It's good. Darius, so what is next for you? What's next for Darius TX? Tours, projects, what do you got going? Yeah, I've got, uh, there's a lot of cool stuff coming up. I'm just um, wrapping on this one film that should be really good. Um, It's coming out in April. Um, Then I'm actually, uh, I've got a couple of films that I'm starting uh, this month. I'm starting a new TV show. And then as far as the Darius TX stuff, we're going to be doing some spot touring here and there, like I said, touring is kind of a young man's game, but, um, so I'm not going to go out on the road for a bunch, but we're going to do a couple of shows in New York. Uh, I think we may sneak in, um, over at, um, at South by Southwest this year, if we can figure out how to get everybody there. Um, and then maybe some spot stuff in, through Texas and get back to Dallas and Denton. Um, and, uh, and then, you know, see what happens from there and move on. The response to the record so far has been incredible. Uh, and the vinyl just came out, so we're excited about that too. Um, so yeah, things are things are great, man. Well, great, Darius Holbert of Darius TX. Thanks for taking time to talk to us here on the National Country Review. Absolutely, it's my pleasure. Stop in and see us at nationalcountryreview.com. Yeah.